This episode of Specialty Coffee Talk is brought to you by Bowtie Cold Brew. Abraham Lincoln once said, Coffee's so good, it'll make your tongue slap your brain. Welcome back to Specialty Coffee Talk, the show where we talk high-quality coffee in a low-quality way. I am your host, Philip, and today, me and Eric are back. And we've got a thank you for you. A big, huge, heartwarming thank you. <laughs> yeah. Can't get much bigger than that. Yes. Uh, we finally hit 10,000 downloads. 10,000. That is a milestone for us, not for a lot of people that could do that in one episode. That's completely true. But for us, uh, we're pretty stoked. All right, Eric. So we got 10,000 downloads. Yes. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel good. <laughs> All right. Uh, seriously, though, yeah. 10,000 downloads, yeah. that means that at least two people listen yeah. to our podcast. Or it's from you and 5, I times. listening to it over and over and over again, our own show. That's also possible. Yeah. We d- download, delete, download, delete, yeah. download, delete, That's- download, delete usually what i do just yeah. to boost the numbers just to boost the numbers so as people much as will pay us more money exactly no yes. one no one pays us for this i find I, I find it crazy that anybody really listens to the sound of my voice and doesn't throw their phone into the wall yeah um but apparently people are listening and that's that's really awesome or they're restrained they don't have a choice <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much yeah. from the bottom of my massive heart skinny heart my small lanky heart (laughs) thank you so much um we really are very appreciative like the whole point of this podcast is that we uh we get to talk to people um and through our talking with people that hopefully we're getting uh interesting information out that we're learning more and more about coffee and that you can learn along with us as we're able to continue to grow in you know coffee knowledge and uh coffee is really fun enjoyable hobby that's fun and uh mm-hmm. man it's a cool community too yeah no it's a great community and some of them we saw so i don't know if you guys have listened to uh the last couple episodes that we put out probably you have if you're listening to this one but um the augie's episode and then some of you i would imagine most of you know that augie's just got kicked out of their iconic red building um it's the little building you'll see on all their bags all their retail bags of coffee and it's their actual storefront. And uh, that's their original uh, number one. They're actually opening up. They will have six locations total now, but that was their original first spot. Uh, They got kicked out without uh, much notice. I think I believe it was uh, received at the beginning of the month and they were told they had till the end of the month. So it was a very quick transition. They were able to secure a new location. um, I mean, less than a mile from their that location a lot less than a mile yeah half a mile yeah <laughs> a quarter of a mile possibly a quarter maybe a like tenth. maybe a quarter of a mile yeah that's it's really, really close, close. <laughs> and uh they and they in my opinion they actually picked a great spot it's really beautiful it's like an upgrade it's the inside of it is really beautiful it's fantastic it's fantastic so i'm actually really happy for them um but i know that there there's a lot of memories that go with that old building and yes. so i could imagine a little bit of uh anger resentment and sadness on account of a lot of people 
regulars and, you know, obviously people that work there and people that open the shop and all that. But I would just like to say, hey, you guys did great there. We're following you and your great coffee, no matter what the building is. We went there today. We went to Augie's 2.0 today and we had some good coffee. I had a cold brew and Philip had a Burundi. I had a pour over, a Burundi pour over. And, you know, I really think this leads into a conversation yeah. about how people deal with change. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, but seriously, it's not that big a deal, guys. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> It's a great place. It's, it's fantastic. A, it's a cool news. It's a, bummer, it's a cool But it's fantastic. It okay. is a bummer, but I mean, um, this cloud has a really big silver lining. So it really, that silver lining is beautiful. Thick. It's a um, beautiful. So I had a Burundi uh, getaway, which is actually one of the cold brews that we, uh, we made. Um, and they did a pour over for me and it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little citrus, like mm-hmm. a little dash. Yeah, definitely some citrus. Some zestiness, some maybe, I guess, some lemon. probably what I should say. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, It was really good. A little um, sweetness there, lingering sweetness. Lingering sweetness. And a little bit of that berry flavor coming through. Berry flavor came through. And you mentioned popcorn, which I thought was There was a weird popcorn flavor when I took a sip at the first. initial sip. Initial sips yeah. were popcorn-y. Yeah. I, I don't... Not that popcorn's a bad thing. It's just not something I expect to taste. Which is fun. Yeah. I actually saw this this uh, Kenya over at Clatch. I was there uh, a couple times this week since it's on my way to work. Um, and we do need, by the way, by the way, audience, we need to reach out to Clatch and get an interview with them because they get mentioned here all the time. It's true. I was on, on my way there and they've got this new Kenya that has the craziest tasting notes that I've ever seen. As far as what would I want to taste? It's like summer squash, ripe red tomato, oh. bell pepper. Like it tastes like a soup, I guess. That's so awful. Well, like I a mean, minestrone soup. It would be <laughs> like a tomato uh. soup. I would definitely be really interesting. And it reminds me of that initial Kenya that I had from Augie's years ago that really made me so shocked with what coffee could be when it tasted like a tomato basil soup. That was so. weird stuff. It was weird. It was Ugh. weird, but it was really like, wow, I can't believe coffee could taste like this. Yeah, and the blueberry yeah. thing. And yeah, I mean, coffee. Ugh. It's just been... I don't want to taste coffee like that, though. And, I want to taste I it. I don't want to pay for it. I want to taste it. I just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I don't want to buy a bag of that coffee. Oh, I wouldn't buy the bag. I, should say, I would I buy guess. the cup, though. I'd be I'll, excited. I'd drink a cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I might be disappointed. A little bit. It wouldn't be the only cup you get, right? No. You'd get that, and then you'd get something else, too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was working um, out in Rancho all the time, I used to go to Clatch every day I was out there. And uh, iced pour-overs pretty consistently because it was summertime. It was really hot. Oh, man. They were making some bomb.com stuff. They had, like, these Ethiopias. Uh They had some Kenyas. I had a Burundi iced pour-over there from, or Fretta, as they call it. Yeah. yesterday yeah they have an interesting recipe i still haven't figured out what it is well i actually have it i'll uh i'll oh. send it to you we've oh. uh, yeah we'll experiment with it Ooh. i got it i was talking to them the other day it was really good you got the recipe yeah you got those recipes but anyways <laughs> so it's just been uh education ever since and uh that new new augie spot is beautiful and we've got ten thousand downloads and that's wonderful and fantastic and we're just gonna keep 
being excited about coffee and hope that you guys like it. So our next goal is obviously going to be a million downloads. Well, that's just <laughs> uh, yeah. quite the jump. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we want to go. We're going to go for what? You want to go for like 100,000? That's oh, a lot, too. I was thinking 25K. 25,000? Then 50. Then 50, then, then, then 75. 7,500, yeah. Small yeah. goals? Small goals. Attainable. I mean, 10K was, I thought that was kind of stupid when we first started. And now it's like. Oh, yeah. Well, now that no, it, happened, it was now definitely like, oh, stupid. Okay. Yeah. But now that it happened, it's surprisingly like, oh. Well, that was, that, that happened. We did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, thanks, and, guys. And by that, I mean, yeah. you guys did it because you listened. And yeah. Thank you. I'm amazed. Thank you for consistently listening. I'm amazed. We have pretty consistent numbers across our episodes, which is weird. Very. Because that means people come back. Yeah. And listen, after listening to one, they've listened one more time, and which is always another time more than I thought they would. Which is funny, because I've only had more than one conversation with you. Everyone else never talks to me again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Well, we actually got a uh, a question, and we'd love to hear from you over at Specialty Toffee Coffee. Specialty Toffee? Specialty Toffee Talk? Talk. Oh, that's S-T-T. hard to say. S-T-T. That'd probably be really Specialty good. Coffee Talk at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if you could throw us some emails over there with any specific questions of, of stuff that you'd like to, to learn about, because we're just learning along with you, and we'll research it and uh, let you know. Uh, This one, we actually haven't researched that much. We're going to do live research today. Live research? Live research. I'm going to read you. have an article you're pulling up? I'm pulling up an article, bro. Oh, wow. And so who who did this come from? Do you remember his name? Uh, uh, Pike Prescott. Pike Prescott. And he he said what, Philip? Tell us us the gist of his email question. Basically, he said, uh, how do you make coffee stay fresher longer? Okay. And he mentioned nitro flushing, which is our first, that would be our initial suggestion as well. Yeah. He said that that's something he already does is the nitro. I I think, Hey Pike, I think you're already, (laughs) you're already head of the game. No, he what? you know what? He's asking questions. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'm just saying, I think he's already, he's ahead. I don't, I don't think that we're going to find much better than that. The nitro flush. So we've, but we, um, Nitro flush, obviously the cold brew and the kegs, and it has made a huge difference in freshness where it has a unique flavor up to about three and a half weeks, sometimes four. It's usually falling off and just becoming chocolatey and normal like every everything else at that point. But it's unique flavor is holding up really solid for about three, three and a half weeks now in that keg. Yes. With that nitro flush. Yes, yes, yes. So that nitro makes a big difference, not having the oxygen in there to degrade and oxygenate. As long as you clear your headspace on the on yes. the keg, it works really well. Got to clear that headspace. Yeah. So I've and, got an yeah. article here from CNET about CNET. CNET. I don't know what, what CNET is. What's is. CNET? Uh, it's not Coffee Net. Is it like an S E A C or a, just a, a no? Just a C. C. Although I have a S E A article that we get to read as well. Now in this article from CNET. Um, where you can find it says, forget the freezer. This is how you should be storing your coffee. Just going to read some suggestions from this article that they wrote. We did not. We're just commenting. We are commenting on this article. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. It says, when it comes to storing coffee, everyone has their own opinion about how to do it best. Some people keep the coffee in the can. I would like to interject here. I don't think that everyone has their own opinion about that, but that's, that's fine. 
that that may be true. Although, if they do have an opinion, then they do. Mm. 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 I would th- like to interject with this sentence. Some people keep the coffee in the can. <laughs> this is a bad starting point, ladies and gentlemen. Let us let us begin here. The can is not. I mean, the can is where you keep that kind of coffee. Like you throw it into the toilet. Yeah, into the garbage. Yes. Because why do you have coffee in a can? No. Because obviously that means that you bought it's it ground. ground. Uh, Maxwell House coffee. How would? What do you mean keep it fresh? It's already dead. It's yeah. It's, it's gone. It's already months it's and months and months and months unfreshened. old. It's, it's that's not a word. It's but it you know what be. I mean. It's descriptive enough. Yeah. So I, I rejected that notion, but let's carry on or bag and leave it in the cabinet. Some vacuum seal it and throw it in the freezer. Some never give it any thought at all. It's deep inside there. It doesn't have to be overly complex. This is how you should store coffee. In most cases, storing coffee in the freezer is a waste of time, especially if you're a daily drinker. If you buy your coffee off the shelves of a grocery store, the odds that it's already stale when you purchase it are quite high. Wow. Truth. There you go. Preach. All right. All right. They, know what, they know what's up a little bit here. Amen. Coffee is only considered to be fresh for up to two weeks after its roast date. Now, this is true. This person actually knows things. No, no, yeah, yeah. This, no, is, this, weird. Is, this is legit. I, I oh, like okay. that. Okay. Right. We're, 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 we're dialing in a little bit more here. Some argue it will remain fresh for up to a... Month? Of course. Yeah. Off roast. That's what we would have said. That time frame is severely shortened if the coffee is pre-ground. This is all true. This is all very true. Good job, CNET. We're proud of you. Most larger coffee brands, however, do not offer a roasted-on date on their packaging, and many of those coffees have likely been sitting on the shelf for months. This is why you need to go to your local business, your local roaster, that has roast dates, That's right. support your local business, and also know the roast date. Local and it's small fresh. businesses, man. Yeah. That's what it's all about. There you go. I know Augie's is very intentional about making sure there's nothing Outside, like if they're, you know, if they, if you only got a week left of freshness and they do the two week Mm -hmm. is their kind of identifier. So there's only, you know, anything less than a week. They re, you know, they get rid of that, that supply probably turned into cold brew or something. I don't know. Mm. And then boom, new bags that have the two week freshness so that there's constantly fresh coffee available. Do you pay more for it? Yeah. Yes. Does it taste way better? Yes. Yes. 2000%. Yes. Yes. About a month ago, I saw a bag of counterculture coffee on a nearby grocery store with a roasted on date of sometime in early August 2015. Let me research when this article was written. March 25th, 2016. Ooh, baby. So this is six months, yes. I believe. The Eight most months. fresh bag of counterculture there was was already three months old. So if you purchased a bag that had been sitting on the store shelves that that long and took it home to freeze it, you would be trying to maintain the freshness of coffee that's already stale. I will say I actually had this experience uh, at a local store in Redlands um, where they actually offer clatch beans for an amazing price. Mm -hmm. FYI. But the clatch beans that they had to offer, they have clatch and wild goose as well as various others that we don't care to mention. And <laughs> they're all like really, really cheap, like 11 bucks for a 12 ounce bag. Yeah. Um, Which in comparison to normal prices at the roaster, 
like shop is a lot less. It's actually a lot less. Yeah. It's actually very, I'm, I'm surprised they're able to do it. The date though, on a lot of the clatch beans available here at that price, uh, were, you know, two months out. And so they obviously aren't rotating through very quickly. So you do have to, you have to be very, you have to be mindful of that. Although if you don't mind, you know, stale coffee, at least buy the good stale coffee. Does it matter at that point? I, I don't think know. it tastes better. It still probably tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Although if you're buying stale coffee, do you care what it tastes like? I don't think so. Maybe you're just trying to get the caffeine. Well, that's the thing. So like people do that whole, um, you know, like people we talk to and people we know, um, when we tell them, oh yeah, we do this thing. We talk, we have a coffee podcast, whatever. They're always like, oh, I love coffee, man. Yeah. Like, oh really? What are you, what are you into? Oh, I just, I love French roast. Um, I love like espresso roast and you're like, most like it really dark. Oh boy. Lots of, lots of discussion about Italian. Italian. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it when you get a nice Vienna roast, you know? Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't know. Cause that sounds gross, sir. Yeah. Well, we don't, I mean, we don't. Madame. Yeah. We don't say that. Um, I don't say that. That's true. Cause because I don't judge people for what they like to taste. Yeah. No, I mean, I do a little bit. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't know though that, the darker you go, the less unique flavor that bean has to offer you. Maybe they just don't know. Or Which they, they just probably don't, don't. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just into it for the caffeine. And that's, I mean, if that's what you're most, into, most then, people are, yeah. then why spend money on something that's actually going to taste good if all you're worried about is a caffeine injection? Right. Although I would argue you could probably just get caffeine pills. Then you don't even have to make the coffee. You don't have to make coffee. Unless it's part of more your morning routine, which it is for a lot of people. It is. And it's very comforting for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, another suggestion would be get some bow tie cold brew. Always ready to go. It's in your fridge. You You get a growler. You have it in the fridge. You've got a really nice caffeine hit. Boom. Ready to go. You don't have to take time in the morning to make anything. You don't have to set your coffee maker up. You don't like none of that. You don't have to stop anywhere. This is really good. I mean, that was, I just wanted to point this out. That's true, right? All right, keep going, yeah. I mean, that was, I'm just being honest. Well, you wanted to do that thing in the middle of the... By the way, I need to get some for my own house, because I keep thinking of that, and my wife has actually asked for cold brew recently, because she doesn't want to have to make it um, when I'm not here. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. so I need to get some. Yeah. P.S. Could you let the guys at Bowtie know? Yeah, I'll let them know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Further, back to the CNET article, further freezing coffee introduces a few problems. Humidity levels inside a freezer fluctuate and coffee beans are very porous. This is, I'm actually shocked. Are you shocked at how much? Like, this is legit. I want to know the author. That's what I want to know. This is actually really good. Yeah. And this is from a couple of years ago. This is from two years ago. Yeah. This guy's legit. He knows what he's talking about. If you or do she. not store. It was he. I actually looked. Oh, okay. I'll, um, here, let me see. His name is Taylor Martin. Tay-Tay. You're doing great. Further freezing coffee introduces a a few problems. Humidity levels. Uh, Coffee's porous. If you do not store the coffee completely airtight, the coffee beans will be subjected to moisture and can take on the flavors of other frozen items around it. As well as if it, as soon as it's taking on moisture, it's, it's no good anymore. Yeah. Like it's, it's beyond, it's not even like scaling out. If it's, yeah, if it gets moist and dries out, like back and forth that process it just ruins the whole thing it's mm-hmm. it's 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 not even worth trying to drink at that point all of that said there is at least one scenario where freezing coffee beans make sense if you purchase your coffee fresh from a local roaster ooh i like that suggestion but are a very light drinker and can't finish an entire pound of coffee before it goes stale 
<laughs> How lame. I mean, when have we ever had that problem? <laughs> Philip routinely buys like six bags of coffee and goes through all of them in time. Man. That's true. We're addicts. Yeah, we are. This might be a serious problem. This is a, That's probably a different topic. Maybe we should time. reach out to someone in the audience that should happens we? to be a therapist. Is anybody a therapist out there? Could yeah. you help us out with yeah, this yeah, issue we we're having? A, we have a coffee addiction. We have a coffee tandem. addiction. We're addiction. We're addiction. We are addicted to deliciousness. Yes. Uh, could you help us with that? Could you? <laughs> <laughs> could you? Um, remove as much as you think you can drink in approximately two weeks. Place it in an airtight container. Vacuum seal the rest and store in the freezer. Only open it once you've run out of fresh coffee and allow it to completely thaw before opening the vacuum sealed bag. And so we actually recently on the podcast from the SCA. A. <laughs> that was a long pause. Yeah. The SCAA. We did hear that discussion of the frozen coffee. Yes. And he actually, um, from his suggestions and what he had pointed out, it was actually a very, very good option. Mm-hmm. As long as it's vacuum sealed properly. And like grinding the beans when they're still frozen and everything. Yes. He was yeah. a big proponent of that too, mm-hmm. because it keeps your, um, your burrs from getting hot. Yeah. So it actually is supposed to be more consistent for your grind as well. I thought that was kind of cool. It's really interesting. So I, I totally dig this whole guy's and idea. I, I totally agree with because, um, you know, bow tie is not a massive operation. So I'm using a virtuoso when yeah. we're grinding our coffee. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm doing three and a half pounds. And it takes a long time to get three and a half pounds of coffee through a virtuoso. It does. Um, it does. And it gets hot. And it so does. the grind it doesn't stay extremely consistent. It's pretty consistent, but it's yes. not perfect. Yes. So not, that's not perfect. Yeah. And that's partially because of how large we're doing the grind as well. That's true. Like at that larger grind, it seems there's a little more variance. It seems mm-hmm. rather than at the finer grinds. Yeah. It seems to dial in a little bit more. Yeah. When buying whole bean coffee back to the seated article, uh, when you buy it fresh, it's best to keep in mind how much you drink in the following two to three weeks. And if you can't finish an entire pound, uh, see if the roaster sells smaller bags. Let's move on. Let's go to another article here. I think that one was actually really good. So this is the National Coffee Association. And NCA? The NCA. National Coffee Association. How to store coffee. So they say, your beans' greatest enemies are air, moisture, heat, and light. Truth. Yeah, that's good. To preserve your beans' fresh, roasted flavor as long as possible, store them in an opaque, airtight container at room temperature. I've heard this. Yep. Coffee beans can be beautiful, but avoid clear canisters, which will allow light to compromise the taste of your coffee. Cool. Keep your beans in a dark, cool location. Cabinet near the oven is often too warm. So is the spot in the counter that gets strong afternoon sun. Wow. And coffee's really into this. Yeah. Coffee's retail packaging is generally not ideal for long-term storage. If possible, invest in storage canisters with an airtight seal. I know I did that. I actually bought one for Elijah, our friend. Yes. And we, we both noticed there, there's definitely a difference when you keep it in that airtight container compared to just the bag. Like it is very noticeable. Really? Like, Like a solid week. I need to get an airtight container. Yes. And they're not, I mean, they're not crazy expensive. Even, I mean, yeah. It's not like it has to be flushed necessarily. 
because it's still slowing it down if it's not sitting out, mm-hmm. right? But ideally, it would be flush. Oh, if it was flushed, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Of, so of air. Then they flushed say, uh, by the right amount, coffee begins to lose its freshness almost immediately after roasting. Try to buy smaller batches of freshly roasted coffee more frequently, enough for one to two weeks. Exposure to air is bad for your beans, and it may be good to divide your coffee supply into smaller portions. Okay, we've already discussed these ideas. Especially important when buying pre-ground coffee. Don't do that, guys. Um, I mean, if you have to. Don't buy yeah. pre-ground coffee. Cro- cro- wow. Cro- cro- Words. Cro- don't buy pre-ground coffee. No. I mean, if, Unless you have to, I if guess. If you have to. If you, don't, if you don't have the money for the grinder... Then that you know makes what? sense. No, yeah. don't buy pre-ground coffee. Get the grinder. I don't care if you don't have money. <laughs> you can get a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good, good advice. I'm sorry. There. I'm sorry. Good advice there. Don't listen to me. Yeah, get a get a get a credit card. Go get a EK43 and wow, live it up. Yeah, the, I don't know if you have space yeah. for that in your house. Oh my, thing's huge. That's pretty good. All right. Freshness is critical to the quality of your cup. Experts agree that coffee should be consumed as quickly as possible after it is roasted. Mm, I don't think I don't think experts agree. Experts about, do not uh, agree about that. National Coffee Association. You, you're supposed to wait a few days. Yeah, I think everybody. I think like the general consensus is three to seven days I think is most the best. Experts believe that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little surprised with that. I'm surprised by that comment. I don't, I don't personally agree with it and I don't think that's true, but I would consider you an expert. And therefore (laughs) I think that most experts do not agree. So there you go. There you go. Uh, while there are different views on whether or not coffee should be frozen or refrigerated, the main consideration is that coffee absorbs moisture, odors, tastes from the air around it. Since it is hygroscopic. There you go. Mm. Most home storage containers will let in small amounts of oxygen, which is why food stored in a long time uh, stored a long time in the freezer can suffer freezer burn. Therefore, if you do refrigerate or freeze your beans, be sure to use a truly airtight container. So I think the I mean the consensus is definitely there. That's what that's what. They're suggest that's what a lot of I mean a lot of the articles we looked at that's what they're all suggesting the same thing yeah I would say like from my own personal experience if you have and I don't know um, Pike I'm not sure on your specific situation um, obviously commercial you're dealing with a lot more than we're dealing with mm-hmm. um, as far as volume but uh, if if you're only dealing with a little bit of of beans I mean I would go out and buy a little you know airtight so yeah and it'll 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 add life onto your beans and it may only be five days but hey that's five days five more days five more deliciousness go to costco get a little two pack of those really big two gallon three gallon ones with little seal top and that's it'll it'll honestly like it'll add you some life on the beans i definitely think that's a good idea um and i i mean Nitro yeah, flush his, if you can, though. If his, you have the equipment and the capability of nitro flushing, oh my goodness. Yeah, then you're way Because he's using commercial stuff. So yeah. I think yeah. we're going to keep looking into that. We will have a, an episode about that. Yes. We're going to do yeah. um, to just dive more into this question because, I mean, you know, everybody wants to know how to get the best life they can out of the beans. Yeah. Obviously, 
Um, for me, that's one of the exciting things is that your beans are changing over the time that they age mm-hmm. because it's interesting to see like the flavors the flavor that, that like yeah. switch around and stuff. Yeah. But um, you do, if you can, you capture that delicious like, oh, it's really good right now. And then you can just keep that for a few days longer. Yeah. That's obviously would be fantastic. Have you had an experience like what, what's the experience that you've had where a flavor has changed really drastically, but not in a bad way from let's say day three to day 15. Over yes. drinking I believe I've had that same I've experience. I've had that experience. Well. I, I can't think of a specific I, one though. From what I remember, there was one that had a really, a lot of a citrus kind of burst flavor and the citrus dropped off over that week but then it actually allowed more of like a floral note to come out and so that was really interesting but interesting i don't remember enough specifics i should probably write these things down when they happen but yeah that's that's the (laughs) really should yeah because we're we're drinking coffee note to self from (laughs) write things down (laughs) yeah Ah, yes that was good um i mean we're drinking coffee from yesterday roasted like our own Mm -hmm. which is Never as good as I want it to be. And really good, high-quality stuff that has been roasted from two days ago all the way for out to a month. Mm. And if we we definitely see the flavor fall off after close to that third week, you're, you're, there's, a, there's a significant change after 15 days, mm-hmm. right? But it's still enjoyable. And then once you hit that month, there's this, there's this specific stale flavor that comes in that you either have to be able to get past or you just... You know, can't have coffee that old. Yeah. And I, I mean, some coffee's so good. Try to, try to figure that out. I guess. I, yeah. It's I mean, hard. Seal it. Seal it. Seal that. Puppy. Put it in the refrigerator or freezer. The freezer. Me. If you vacuum seal half the bag, I mean, I don't know how many, how much are people buying in it? Like, probably 12 ounce bag, right? Yeah. That's typical. Three quarter pound. So that's three quarter pound. Yeah. So they got the 12 ounce bag and. You can grind up, grind up a bit of it. You know, you can actually, if you store the, if you have to grind, right, you don't have a grinder. So you can use, you know, most coffee shops, they have, they'll, they'll grind. If you buy the beans from them, they will grind them for you. Mm-hmm. And they have much better grinders than we have at home. Yes. And you can use theirs and then you can just have them grind. If you know you're going to use it for the next few days, you have them grind 150 grams and then you you know, put that in a little sealed container mm. and that'll stay fresh a couple days ground. It goes really quick, really goes quick, really, really quick. Unless you seal it, unless you seal it. And even if you seal it, though, well, yeah, cause like still right when you ground it, it's off. getting really oxid it's, oxidized. It's really, yeah. So grinding oxygenated? is oxygenated. Yeah. We'll go with any of those. Um, so yeah, definitely. If you can, if you're looking for freshness, if you could nitro flush, that'll definitely increase it. If you can at least buy something to, that just has a little seal on it and you throw your beans, even in their packaging, right? Like you have a commercial packaging, you throw it into one of those and then you seal the top. So at least it's not getting any new air in there. And that'll, that'll, I mean, that'll help it a little bit. And if you can vacuum seal it, put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. if you can vacuum seal it put it in the freezer and if you can we're getting better and better and better here i'm not sure if i was clear on that vacuum seal it with nitro yeah then nitro flush it yeah and if you nitro flush it then that's gonna last you i mean as long as possible that's 
Yeah, and as there's, far as we know, it'll last. A as far month. as we know, and there's there was that one. I believe George Howell did it, where they froze it, they nitro flushed and froze it for three years and tried it, and it was amazing. So I, I but that was like a humidity controlled freeze and all of that too. But for three years, but I mean, they're always checking on and making years. sure. It's yeah, so it's a long time. Yeah, so it is definitely possible, and there's always. That's always going to increase. And we're going to figure out better ways to do that. I'm sure the packaging will get better as we figure out exactly what's going on and mm-hmm. how to negate those processes. But we'll, we'll research more Pike and we will do an actual episode, a knowledgeable, more knowledgeable, more researched episode sometime soon. We just yes. wanted to say thanks Thank for the 10,000 downloads. Thank you guys you, rock. Everybody. You guys are the best. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Makes us excited to keep doing the show. We love that, uh, that there's people that actually want to learn along with us. That's cool. Yeah. And hopefully this is actually helping you learn stuff yeah. because we don't want to just talk into your face. We want you to uh, actually learn stuff. So yeah. I mean, it helps me learn stuff. So <laughs> if nothing else, we're learning stuff. Oh, yeah. And we hope that you do as well. Yeah. No, that's great. Yes. Hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You can contact us at Specialty Coffee Talk. Whoa, sorry. You can contact us, specialtycoffeetalk at gmail.com mm-hmm. or at Specialty Coffee Talk on Instagram. Uh, you can probably find me and Eric, Eric and I, our personal Instagram somewhere on there. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll reach out. We'll talk at you later. Yeah, send us some questions we'd love to, to answer. We'll research whatever. Uh, send us some questions that you guys have. Learn along with us. Tell us what you'd like to hear, and uh, we're going to keep going for it. We're going after it. Going hard in the paint. We're going until that 25K, then we're just going to shut it down. (laughs) 25K is when we're going to shut down? Okay, 50. 50K? Okay. We're done at 50K, guys, so get us there as soon as possible so you don't have to listen to us. Yeah, four more years, and oh my. Four more years. Could you imagine? Four more years. Four more years. Yeah. What do we know by then? That's fun. Until next time, my friends. Thanks for listening. Grab a cup of coffee, take a sip, and smile. And we'll talk at you next time for another conversation. Peace out. Original music for this podcast created by our good friend, Elijah Anderson. Elijah, thank you so much.